0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and we are live, yes, once again, oh geez, yes, once again, Look and I head, yes, once again, we are live, it's the Rob Zuckeri Show, uh, uh, it's the Rob's Rob Show, I am your host, Rob Zuckeri, and yes, uh, we are Here on this Friday night, it's 7 o'clock p.m. It's actually 7 because the way the radio works, you know, the way the radio works, which you're not on at 7. Technically, you're on at like 7.05. Even though you're on at 7 or you're on at 2 or you're on at
1: 5,
0: you're really not on because that's the time. For the commercials, that that's that's the that's where they put the commercials. So your show never really starts at seven. It's it's seven o five. That's that's the clock, that's the the radio clock. But anyways, it's in my world. It's seven o'clock. Welcome, and it's Friday, the thirtieth of September. Friday, September thirtieth. Tomorrow will be October 1st. The question is, any October surprises? That's what we want to know. Is there going to be any October surprises? Got a lot of things to get to on this uh, Friday. A lot of things. A lot, a lot, a lot of things. Uh, Let me give you a rundown. I don't know if we'll get to everything, but let me give you a rundown. We have uh, new polls. Uh, We also have uh, ratings, cable news ratings. Every so I do a little pop culture stuff like this. Last night we did a little pop culture uh, bit about Metallica and uh, the fact their new album is coming out soon and uh, the two new songs they've debuted uh, have been pretty good and the fact that they were going to be on Fallon. Which they were, and it was good, so we talked about that so we'll we'll get into uh cable news uh, ratings. we're also going to talk about uh, a new Washington Post story that uh kind of follows uh, the whole daily beast um, attack on Sean Hannity. I'm going to throw that out there uh, we're also going to um uh, talk about uh, Miss Universe once again yes we are going to talk about Miss Universe once again I want to break down uh, exactly why uh, Trump has uh, tweeted about uh, Alicia uh, Machado because a lot of people a lot of my friends on the right uh, are, are are distraught um I actually have a friend who owns a big uh distributorship uh, and we talk politics whenever I uh go and uh have coffee with him. And he was just oh, I can't believe Trump's still talking about it and I had to explain to him. I had to had to break down exactly why uh, Trump has to discuss this. So we'll go through that. And then uh, the new leaked audio. Leaked audio of Hillary Clinton calling uh, Bernie Sanders supporters uh, a bunch of basement dwellers. Now you're not going to see this um, story anywhere except a conservative Website CNN's not going to play the audio. CNN's not even going to make a mention of this because they know that Hillary needs Bernie supporters, Hillary needs a a turnout of epic proportions. And if any Bernie Sanders supporters hears audio, not just reads a story of uh, Hillary Clinton talking about them, but if they actually hear her words, and those words are that of Bernie Sanders supporters are uh, a bunch of uh, kids who live in their parents' basement, it'd be over for her. So we'll discuss that. So we got a lot of things. So... Where to begin? Where to begin? Let's do the polls. Before we get into uh, the Alicia Machado story and the 3 a.m. tweets that uh, people on the right, my friends on the right, are so distraught about, let's uh, talk about the polls. So new polls have just come out, a Fox poll. I, that, that That's the poll uh, That I'm talking about These other polls uh, From these other organizations That I've never heard of But I guess they're scientific Remember we talked about this the other night I've never seen I've never seen Well I have seen it And it's only since this uh, election cycle because Trump is the only one that pushes back on the media narratives. He's the only one that pushes back on the media narratives. And in turn, it sets them off. I, I mean, it literally sets them off. I mean, he's fighting two people. He, he, he's, he's running against two people. He's running against the media and he's running against... Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. I mean, they're one and the same, of course. But the attacks are from both sides. Now, they've always attacked the Republican candidate, but never like this. And Trump pushes back. Pushes back. The whole scientific poll debate remember after the debate on monday cnn put out a poll that said 60 something percent of the american people said hillary clinton destroyed donald trump and then of course msnbc CBS, ABC, Huffington Post, Daily Beast, BuzzFeed, George Stephanopoulos. You know, the, the, the list goes on and on and on. Jumped on that call, So, of course, that's the narrative. Washington uh, Post, New York Times, that's the narrative. You go to social media, you go to, to, to Facebook, that's the narrative. She killed him, she killed him, she killed him, she killed him. So Trump and his crew push back. That's what this whole debate has been about and why the anger is there on the left because for the first time, the Republicans have somebody that pushes back. Now, if you're a liberal, you hate that. If you're a liberal, you despise it because no Republican ever pushes back never they never push back and we've talked about the republicans that are in congress that say oh you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that you should remember they're not interested in winning they're interested in the status quo We've discussed this before. That's why there's no term limits. It's a job. It's a job. It's not serving the public and doing good for the country and making changes that will affect the generation. It's a job. It's like getting a job at the post office or, uh, you know, wherever. Wherever. You put your time in 20, 30 years, you get a great pension, 401k, and at the end, you punch out, you get a nice watch, and you go home. So nobody ever fights back. Nobody ever fights back. So the media's narrative is Trump won, or Trump lost, got killed, got... So Trump and the people go, wait a minute, look, look at these online polls. Trump won these online polls. Now, all of a sudden, what happens? There's a competing narrative. So what do you get? Chuck Todd, Andrew Cooper, Diamond. No matter w- what they're doing, no matter what they're talking about, somehow they have to work in these are unscientific polls. These are unscientific polls. Unscientific polls. I've never heard the word scientific used so much for stuff that has nothing to do with science. We talked about this before. I hear science. I hear scientific. I think laboratory. I think AIDS. I think tuberculosis. Those are the things I'm thinking. Not Survey monkey Not a sampling of 950 People Conducted over a landline That This is scientific That's scientific So you have Chuck Todd Telling the Trump supporter Don't you understand The polls you're talking about Time and, and, and Heavy and they're not Scientific our poll is scientific. CNN's poll is scientific. Damn it. You are living in an alternate reality. Scientific. And it has nothing to do with science. It has nothing to do with scientific. It's somebody pushing back against the narrative that the media is putting out there. Because now if there's a pushback, and you are a low information voter, and you're going on Twitter, or you're going on Facebook, or going on Yahoo, or going on Google, or going on YouTube, or you're tuning into CNN or ABC, you're hearing somebody talk about these other polls. So now you're going, wait a minute, hold on a second. I just heard... On CNN and Anderson Cooper that Hillary Clinton destroyed Donald Trump. Because remember, that first half hour, Hillary Clinton was getting the crap beat out of her. The whole debate didn't shift until Lester Holt went, let's talk about birtherism. And then it went, which I agree, from that point forward, Trump was just
1: constantly
0: trying to defend himself because that's what a non-politician does. Somebody comes up to you and says, you're A, B, and C. The first thing you go is, no, I'm not. Hold on, no, I'm not. A politician who's been doing this for 30 years doesn't do that. So, the rest of that debate, hell yeah. Trump was getting punched in the nuts by Hillary, getting in the nuts by Lester Holt. Birtherism, uh Stop and frisk. Uh, uh, taxes. Uh, the fat Miss uh, Universe. Uh, can we talk like uh, yeah, I know those things actually are are pertinent in our <laughs> in our lives. Often when I'm sitting there in a movie theater with my pregnant girlfriend, and a creepy guy walks in, often I'm not thinking. Gee, I wonder if uh, he's in a a terrorist. I wonder if, if if he could be the guy in in, in Macy's to the, the, the shoot the place up. Uh, I I wonder. I'm I'm thinking I wonder if wonder if he's friends with a fat chick who's in a beauty pageant. That that yeah sure. Any, anyways, the pushback, the narrative. So the low information voter sitting there, going, well maybe Hillary didn't win. I mean just because CNN says she won doesn't mean. The rest of the United States says she won. I didn't necessarily think she beat the crap out of them that bad because they watched that first half hour. Like I said, I would rather have an awesome first half hour than an awesome end. The first half hour, that's the money. Like I said before, I'm—I'm. I'm, this is what I do. This is what I do. And after that first half hour, I got up. I went and took a piss. Oops, I shouldn't say piss. I, I went and urinated. Uh, I felt like Don King right there. I'm just blurting out words. I went and urinated. Grabbed something to drink. Because I'm sitting there going, mean, if uh, 90 minutes. Now they're talking about birthers and oh god it's like hasn't this been litigate so uh, a certain amount of people kind of tuned out not tuned out like oh let me see what else is on although some people i'm sure popped over to the football game so the media had to push that narrative back because here's trump here's his crew going no 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 no. here's the poll and the narrative was getting pushback So you get Chuck Todd and the rest of them saying, those polls aren't scientific. Our stuff is scientific. We're the scientific ones. Such an elitist mindset. It really is. Ours is better than yours. Ours is the scientific poll. Yours is not the scientific poll. Don't you understand? That poll, you can can game it. You can sit there and vote multiple times. Well, if that's what they're saying uh, Trump supporters are doing and can do, well, doesn't that mean Hillary supporters can do the same thing? Doesn't that mean Hillary supporters can vote multiple times and try to game the system? And if that's the case, then the Trump supporters are better at gaming the system and have more enthusiasm than the Hillary supporters. I mean, even if you look at it as not being scientific, if you're looking at a poll from Time or MSNBC that says 795,000 people voted, 500,000 for Trump 300,000 for Hillary That's a lot of As Trump would say 400 pound fat guys Sitting in a basement going Trump, 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 Trump Trump, Trump, Trump So for Chuck Todd and the rest of them to say, it's not scientific, it's not scientific, ours are scientific. We polled 900 people, because that's not scientific. It's not scientific. When that poll was done, that night, even the CNN guy said that the sampling consisted of a little bit more Democrats than Republicans. He didn't say how much more, but he admitted there was a little bit more. And we've talked about this before. Remember uh, during the Republican primaries? Every poll, Trump was up, Trump was up, Trump was up. And then the night before, one of the big Super Tuesdays, The NBC Wall Street Journal poll comes out that has Ted Cruz up by five points. And when you dug into that poll, part of the sampling consisted of Republicans who considered themselves very, very, very conservative. So what they meant was they sampled a whole bunch of Glenn Beck's. So don't give me this scientific BS. Science. That, that is a bunch of Democrats, a bunch of liberals, a bunch of leftist media hacks trying to push back against somebody that dares push back against them because nobody pushes back against them. Nobody pushes back against them. I mean, look what's happening. Look, look look, what's happening with the whole Sean Hannity situation. You have hacks on the left who are saying Sean Hannity is in the tank for Trump, and how can he have any type of journalistic integrity... And this is coming from people like Andrea Mitchell, you know, individuals like her that are pool reporters, Clinton, and in emails with Colin Powell saying Donald Trump is horrible. Or uh, the people at the Daily Beast who are owned by a company that Chelsea Clinton sits on the board for or George Stephanopoulos, who worked for the Clinton White House and gives money to the Clinton Foundation and Jake Tapper who has spoke and has been part of the global Clinton and New- I mean and they have the audacity to go at Sean Hannity I mean it's amazing. And nobody pushes back against them. Nobody pushes back against them. So when you push back against the media, when you I mean just just take a look at what has been going on as far as the media not being given uh, certain press credentials. So you have people like uh, Katie Turr and other individuals who are denied press credentials. So what is it that they then accuse Donald Trump of doing? Stifling free speech. Being a Nazi. But at the end of the day it has nothing to do with free speech. has nothing to do with being a Nazi. It has to do with people like Katie Turr or people like BuzzFeed having to wait in the rain. Having to wait in the rain or in the snow and sit in the nosebleed seats and not get treated like they're supposed to get treated. Because they were promised in the uh, journalism world that they would be treated like gold. They'll be treated like gold. Because you know, they're all just keyboard warriors. It's like, if you're not nice to me, I'm going to write a story that's that you're not going to like. And most people, uh, 99% of the people, kowtow to that. And when they write a crappy story, 99% of the people take it. Which... Uh, brings their um, keyboard warrior status to even higher levels of grandiose. But Trump comes along, and they write a crappy article, and Trump goes, you suck. You're horrible. And all of a sudden the keyboard warrior goes, oh, wait a minute. You're not supposed to say that about us. Nobody's ever supposed to push back against us. Nobody's what, the, what nobody's supposed to do that. Just like the microphone being crappy and Trump saying, "Hey, my microphone's crap." There was a problem, and the media instantly going wow, you're a liar, you're you're an idiot, you're a moron. You're so full of crap. And then today, the debate commission comes out and goes, yeah, there was a problem with his microphone. So now the media is doing everything in their power to go, okay, but that doesn't explain why he was so crappy, he was horrible, he was... Rock-. But wait a minute, guys, that, that wasn't <laughs> the, the debate. The debate was... There was something wrong with the microphone. You said there wasn't. The debate commission came out and said it was. So just say you were wrong. So now, again, it's just a constant battle of pushback because the media has never had to do this. Even the people on the radio, if you listen, I, I mean, once in a while I'll listen to Levin when I'm uh, traveling in the car. Well, I'm traveling in the car, I don't listen to music only when my girl's in the car because she don't like listening to talk radio. But if I'm in the car and I'm listening to talk radio, I'll listen to Levin. And very rarely does he go after the people that are putting out the propaganda on the CNNs or on the ABCs. It's like people don't do that. We, ne- I've said it before. Republicans don't push back, never have, and up until Trump, never will. Because rather Trump wins or Trump loses, nobody will ever push the media back like Trump and his people have. Remember when Amarosa called Don Lemon a, a, a queen? Remember that? You probably don't remember it. He called him, she called him a queen. Something like, oh, you're getting all, you know, queeny. Or ba- basically referencing the fact that he is a flaming homosexual. All emotional and gets his G-string in a bunch. I mean, that's pushback. That pushback. Because the Don Lemons and the Anderson Coopers and the Wolf Blitzers, Poppy Harlow's, they just bulldoze people. They do. They just bulldoze people. Farouk Zakaria. They bulldoze people. And nobody ever pushes back. So the polls come out. The Fox poll comes out. And the Fox poll has Hillary Clinton up by three. Now, this poll is conducted after the disastrous debates, which I don't think they were that disastrous. I don't think they were that disastrous. You only think they were that disastrous because the media told you it was that disastrous. Remember when Trump, uh, at the... uh, Uh, at the convention and Trump uh, did his speech and right after, what did you hear? Dark. It was dark. Dark speech. Dark. Remember? Every, every, every talking head, every network, dark, dark, dark. They, They all had the same talking points. After the debate, what was point trump didn't do his homework he didn't prepare how do you not prepare how do you not do your homework it was the talking point everywhere you don't show up for a test you don't go to school without being prepared without doing your homework that's all they kept saying homework that's that that was the talking points that was the talking points So, of course, low-information voter says, oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. And if you're a tweener, if you're someone that's not like, listen, I don't care if, if what Trump does, as long as he doesn't pull his junk out on stage and start jerking it. I'm voting for him because I despise Hillary Clinton. It's either or, okay, It's either or it's not some writing candidate. it's not some ah uh, Megan McCain. I'm just gonna write in my dad. i'm gonna write in I'm gonna write in Lindsey Graham. That's stupid. so unless you're you know uh, the the hardcore left or right. You're hearing, oh, yeah, yeah, no homework, horrible, horrible, horrible. And then you go, oh, yeah, okay, I guess, yeah,
1: I guess so. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: But they know that the whole tax thing, because, see, they tried to play with that, but they knew that at the end of the day, uh, the ta- li- listen, last night when Joe Biden was on uh Jimmy Fallon, and he was trying to play that whole tax question. That that whole, can you believe he said not paid? That makes him smart. What are we, a bunch of dumb? Listen, you could be the most liberal of liberal douchebags, and no one wants to pay tax. And everybody tries to find every way to write something off if you're a, if you're an accountant if you're h and i if somebody goes you could write that pen off oh really you know if you uh, do this you could write that off what's that mean well then you won't have to pay $400 i'm in count me in nobody sit listen nobody and you know what i take that back maybe the the ultimate liberal douchebags sit around going yes it's it is my duty it is it, it is uh, being a, a good American. To being a good American means you want to pay more tax than you should, so that Obama and the that that crew can make sure that there's federal lawsuits making sure that a dude dressed as a chick can go use a bathroom. Yeah, okay, right on. Good policy. Get out of here, stupid. Get out of here, dummy, so they tried they they they, they played with the tax thing, but then they realized that Americans are so overtaxed as it is, and depending on which state you live in, like us in California, on top of federal tax, the state tax. Is just crippling. If you live in California, you pay more for gasoline than somebody that's in Arizona or someone that's in Colorado. We have a state tax on our gasoline that makes you go, how the hell are we still paying $3, 320 for a gallon of gas? And my buddy out there in Texas paying a buck 90 what what the tax so the tax thing didn't work the tax thing didn't work they played with it but you don't see it being just pounded the thing that you see in pounded is the alicia machado that's what you're seeing pounded now, we'll, we'll get to that, but let me finish with the polls. Let, we'll get to that. Let me just finish with the polls. So the Fox poll comes out. Now, this is supposed to be like a dramatic thing, right? Trump, horrible, 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 bad, 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 beyond horrible, clobbered. Didn't do his homework. Beyond all bad. And he's down. He's down three points. Three points. Remember, horrible, 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 no homework, disgusting, the worst of the worst, Vi. It's 43-40. It's 43-40. That's where the new polls are. Prior to the debate, prior to everything that's happened after the debate, it was 41-40. Clinton was up by one. Now it's 43-40. So, after that debate, after the media has told everyone... That Donald Trump didn't do his homework, he wasn't prepared, how can you vote for someone that's not prepared, how could he he just vote for him? How can you do it? She went up two points. She went up two points. That's it. Two points. And this freaked the media out. This freaked everyone out, because nobody's really talking about this poll. You know what poll they're talking about? Polls that were conducted, that I've never even heard of these places, but don't forget, the media says they're scientific, which makes them gold. Makes them gold, because the media says they're scientific. All the other polls, not scientific. But in New Hampshire, the uh, mass INC polling group, W B U R F M poll, shows Hillary Clinton up seven points. That's what everybody's referencing. Nobody's referencing the Fox poll because it basically it, – if you're out of the orbit of the media, okay, if you have friends that go, dude, I don't watch CNN – I don't watch. I they're all corrupt. If you talk to people like that, and you go, "What do you think of the debate?" They go, Ugh, I, you know, they they both are just talked about this, talked about that, and you know." and Then you start talking about the. Poor. I mean, if if you talk to somebody who's not part of this system, okay. That doesn't, you know, watch the news on CNN every day and Anderson Cooper and Rachel Maddow. And and uh, and that's what I said and a whole group of other people said. If you watch that debate, nothing that went down moved anybody one way or another if they were for Trump went oh i'm i gotta go for hillary and if you were hillary you went oh i gotta go for trump let me talk about two points if you want to be technical the margin of error i mean that's what you're talking about you're talking about the margin of error so they couldn't reference those polls they have to reference these polls of these polling places that Uh, I I mean, during the primaries, one of these types of uh, poll places that you rarely hear about had Jeb Bush winning New Hampshire. So, I mean, come on, man. Come on. Scientific. So, So Time Magazine, Time. Time doing an online poll is garbage junk, but the WBUR-FM poll that has Hillary Clinton up seven points after the debate is scientific? Really? Real? I, okay. I, I get it. <laughs> like I've said before, until we on the right actually control the media like them on the left do... We're always going to be going through this type of stuff. We're always going to be going through this type of stuff. Always. And the Mason-Dixon poll in Florida gives Hillary Clinton a four-point lead over Trump. 46 to 42. That's up from a two-point lead in mid-August. Mason-Dixon poll? Really, but that's scientific, and nobody ever talks about the U.S. poll that constantly shows Trump ahead of Hillary. Nobody talks about that, and when they do, they go, "Well, they uh, poll differently. That what they used as far as a, a, a polling system is is different than what traditional polls." You so in turn we don't count that oh so you don't count that because it goes against your narrative I get it you you never hear Anson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer talking about the USC poll do you you never hear Rachel Maddow talking about the USC poll do you you never hear Lawrence O'Donnell the older hipster douchebag To the Chris Hayes' younger hipster douchebag talking about it, do you? Of course not. Of course not. But you'll hear them talking about the Mason-Dixon poll. The Mason-Dixon poll? What are you talking about? Oh, the Mason-Dixon poll. The WBUR-FM poll. You mean a talk radio station, really? Come on, really? Live telev the live telephone poll. Oh, five hundred and two likely voters. Hmm. Huh. Okay. I mean, again, just think about the, the media narrative. Time Magazine, Time Magazine, or Heavy, or, uh, or, or CNBC, their polls are garbage. They're debunked, as the left likes to say. They're debunked because you could sit there and vote over and over. There are things you could do to Rig this system Hmm, okay So the 900,000 votes That were casted are all Fugazi's, that's what you're saying That's what you're saying So you're saying nine, Almost a million Votes are all Fugazi The man that voted is a 400 pound guy Or girl You know, or Tranny. Let's 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 be, let, you know, let, let's be fair. Could be guy, could be girl, could be a tranny. Okay, could be a, a, a dude with boobs, possibly. But we It's one of those people sitting in their basement, going click, 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 and that is unscientific can 502 people, That that's what was polled by the telephone. <sighs> and like I said, when, when there's pushback people on these shows, we have Jeffrey Lord. Okay, Jeffrey Lord, he's, he's all right. But again, the pushback is not as extreme as an amorosa pushback. Because if the pushback gets too extreme and the pushback challenges challenges the host they're never brought back to the show. They're never brought back to the show. They're never ever brought back to the show. Remember when uh, Poppy Harlow, and this is during the primary, so all you cruise bots, you might get upset, but remember when Poppy Harlow had the the cruise bot, um, what's her name, Carpenter, Amanda Carpenter, and she was on there, and then you had some, some woman that was a Trump supporter from the Boston Globe, I think it was, or, or some magazine, newspaper, radio show host, and she just, Okay, they're going back and forth. Trump is this, Trump is that, and the girl was just like, "Listen, Amanda, you're out there uh, getting stumped by Ted Cruz." I mean, it, it was like an explosion. and what happened. That woman was banished. <laughs> that woman was banished. So you never hear anybody with pushback when Anson Cooper. Blitzer or Don Lemon start talking about these polls and unscientific, you're never going to hear anybody go, wait a minute, so their unscientific WBUR is somehow curing AIDS, that's how scientific they are, with their uh, polling of 502 people via the telephone, Just of course they're not going to do that. Because they control the narrative even via the pushback. Yes. I mean, look at MSNBC. Who who is supposed to give uh, the pushback on the right? They would never reach out to a a, – I'm not a huge fan of Mark Levin, but Mark Levin would definitely give Chris Matthews a run for his money. Mark Levin would definitely give Dorian Reed a run for money. Or when they had Melissa perry Paris, the only woman in the history of television that had a job with the worst speech impediment in the history of mankind. I mean, I'm no, you know,
1: uh,
0: verbal <laughs> Stephen Hawkins over here. But come on, at least I don't go these Guys, Phew. I'm at least not like that. I mean, Hugh Hewitt's the worst. I mean, uh, up until you know, I, the, the 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 Trump was the candidate. He was the Never Trump crew. Remember, he was the nuclear triad guy again, again. I know, uh, you know, the majority of people in the audience go, I know what a nuclear triad is. Rob, you're just an idiot. Well, guess what? I didn't know what the hell the nuclear triad was. Well, if you're running for president, you should know. Okay, fine. I get it. Publican moderator, somebody that's supposed to be on our side isn't supposed to do that. I know uh, Trump is an Oh, and he's part of the Never Trump still, uh, you know. At, at that moment, everybody knew Trump was going to win the nomination. But regardless, I'm I'm rehashing. I'm rehashing. But I'm saying these polls that you hear uh, the left crowing about—they're—they're fugazes. To me, they're fugazes. Whoever you ask, no different than the time the New Hampshire poll had Jeb Bush in the lead or Ted Cruz of four nationally. No. No. That fugazy, that was a Wall Street Journal, NBC, Survey Monkey. Let's f With Trump, let's F with a narrative and try to create some momentum. We learned from the polls that came out today, however you want to take them, is according to Fox, Hillary Clinton basically gained two points. Which, nobody's saying, but you have to look at it this way. Not so much Trump had a bad debate. Do you ever think maybe Gary Johnson, after the guy, seems clueless and the media is doing everything they can to show voters that he's clueless? Because ultimately, people who are voting for Gary Johnson are not people that would vote for Trump, Gary Johnson is taking votes away from Hillary Clinton don't let anybody try to BS you and say oh, oh he's taking votes from Trump not Hillary no I, mean, I think they even showed that uh, now Gary Johnson at 80% And before, he had 8%. Do you believe it? I don't know. Jill Stein is up a point. But we're only dealing with two points. Hillary's moved two points. That's it. That's it. That is it. So, if you want to go, there's Jill Stein, one point. So, we'll see. Because like I said earlier in the week, that we'll have polls attended this week. And come uh, next week, we will have a whole bunch of polls from ABC and NBC and everybody else. Like I said I don't think that debate Moved the dial And if it did It moved it one or two points Which is exactly what it did They moved one or two points So, Rob Zaccari's show We're going to take a quick break And when we come back I want to talk about everybody's favorite Everybody's Favorite. Everybody's favorite. Uh, Miss Universe. And yes, Miss Universe. Remember, guys, we're talking about somebody that was in a beauty pageant. Just remember that. Handful.
1: but uh, uh,
0: Let's, take, let, let's just take a quick break. Those of you who uh, happen to be watching us on Periscope, don't go away. We're only going to take a break for a second. Um, don't leave. Everybody really don't leave. we still got a lot of program left. It's 8 o'clock. Yes, it's 8 o'clock. We're pushing the 8 o'clock hour. We'll be right back. If you're listening to us on Spreaker, if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, if you're listening to us on Blog Talk. We are going to play one of my favorite songs uh, by an individual that some of you might know from Twitter fame. And he goes by the handle Baked Alaska. Yes, Baked Alaska. And his hit song, Build the Wall and Make It, I think, Six Feet Higher. All right, it's Rob Zaccari Show. Uh, We'll
1: be right back. Yes. uh. build the wallet it's got 10 feet higher yes. build the wallet it's got 10 feet strong build the wallet it's got 10 feet higher and build and build and build and just build Make America great I just wanna have a Trump take on my plate Making history again Cause my daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah That's just the beginning Build the wall, just got ten feet higher Build the wall, just got ten feet strong Build the wall, just got ten feet higher And build and build and build And just build the wall Cause my daddy keeps winning. Got the nomination, yeah. That's just the beginning. I just wanna make America great. I just wanna have a trump take on my place. Making history again. Cause my daddy keeps winning. Got the nomination, yeah. That's just the beginning. Build the wallet, just got ten feet higher, yeah. Build the wallet, just got ten feet strong. Build the wall and just got 10 feet higher and build and build and build and just build the wall. great right. right
0: again. All right, we are... This is my Hillary cough. All right, we are back. We are live. This is Rob Zcari Show. I am your uh, wonderful, wonderful host,
1: Rob Zcari. I am. I'm
0: one of them. I'm alright. I'm alright. But I am your host. And uh, I'm navigating you. We are like a ship. Alright? We are a. We are a. A race car. That's who we are. We are. Oh, uh, Alan Dershowitz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. It's like a blurted that. Uh, Alan Dershowitz. I don't like Alan Okay, I want to talk about uh, Alicia Machado, and now we—this is this has been the topic all week. Now it's funny because uh, let's try to break it down. All right, I'm glad we're doing it in the second hour because a lot of times we'll do some of these. Uh, bits in the beginning and then people just jump in talking about and they only hear half of it and then uh, rather it's on periscope and they start you know with the comments f you mother f this f that you suck or they are emailing me you know f you and they don't hear what we're talking about from the start, and if they heard from the start, unless they were a hipster douchebag uh, liberal, uh, they then understand what that was saying. So uh, let's uh, begin. The media, okay, it, this is not a, is liberal, it's not they're in the tank for Hillary, they're in the tank. Okay. They're in the tank for Democrats in the grand scheme of life. So it doesn't matter if it was Hillary, could have been Joe Biden, could have been Bernie Sanders Sanders. They could have done a real number on Bernie Sanders. They did not why? Because ultimately they weren't sure how everything would play out. They weren't sure how everything would play out as far as Bernie and Hillary, and they're not going to uh, just beat the hell out of Bernie. And then all of a sudden, Bernie wins, and now you know they, they, they've they've done this just beat down. They 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 weren't going to do what everyone on the right did to Trump. They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to beat one back. They weren't going to be Glenn back. And they still won't be Glenn back Every single, every single one of them will never, ever utter a bad word about Hillary Clinton. They, they just won't. Or Bill Clinton. So ultimately, if you are on the right, okay. Ultimately, if you are on the right, you're in a no situation as far as the media, as far as Democrats. You're in. An, it's like playing checkers or chess, or even. To toe. If you make you're cornered. You've all played the before the the chat. You're at the point where, well, I lost. If I move my piece here, you jump me there. If I move my piece there, you jump me there. If I move my piece here, you jump me there. I'm lost. I'm cornered. That's it. Doesn't matter what I do on the right. So when you hear people on the right say why does Trump just just let the Alicia Machado thing go? Why does he get to tweet at three in the morning? Why will he not just let it go? Let it go. Now let me explain to you why this is a lose Lose, choreographed. It was set up, and aftermath of what happened was choreographed and set up. The Alicia Machado story. That was set. Okay, that was going to be, how is it going to be brought up? At the end of the, the debate, because if you bring it up in the beginning of the debate, or you bring it up in the middle of the debate, you have plenty of time, you have plenty of time for Trump to go Okay, so you're going to bring that up and you're going to accuse me of this. Now I'm going to hit back. Now I'm going to hit back. So in turn, Lester Holt brings this up with a minute or a m- one minutes left the end of the debate Hillary has a prepared t- youngish said since the debate is over you have story after story some other publications talking about Alicia Machado. You have campaign videos with Alicia Machado. The next day, on every single news broadcast, there's Alicia Machado. Now, to the low information voter, they're basically being told that Alicia Machado was just some poor secretary
1: who was fat shamed.
0: And abused. I mean, seriously. No information voter. The history of Alicia Machado. And even the history involving CNN. Doesn't exist. Does not exist. Her saying, Donald Trump called uh, Miss Piggy and uh, some housemaid, uh, whatever it is, her word against his word. That's not proven. The only thing that's proven is that she won Miss then Ballooned something like 50 or 60 pounds. It became a huge story. To the point that CNN. Back. In 96, 97. By Genie Moss. You all know that old Genie You know, that old. Well, she's old now, but you see her, and she does those funny little, uh, it's kind of like your grandmother doing, like, and this is G.D. Ball. Almost like uh, uh, the Rooney guy from 60 Minutes, where it's like, why do we have clocks? She's that type of um, reporter. She does that type of shtick. So when all of this controversy was going on, She did one of her bets where she came out, and I talked about this, what, two days ago, but when Alicia Machado of Venezuela was named Miss Universe nine months ago, no one could accuse her of being the size of the universe. But as her universe expanded, so did she, putting on nearly 60 pounds. That was CNN. That was CNN. And then the article was Expanding Miss Universe Works to Shed Pounds. That was CNN back in the 90s. Okay? Back in the 90's. Talking about. Alicia. Machado. You have. Alicia Machado. Saying Trump called me this. Trump called me that. And no one heard this. It's her word against his. The only thing we know. No. Is that she won Miss Universe, gained about 60 pounds, looked like uh, uh, Roseanne Barr, like the the pre-surgery Roseanne Barr. Like the Roseanne Barr where she's scratched her her crotch doing the national anthem. Became a huge story where CNN, everybody started making fun of her. Because this was 90s. The, the word fat shaming wasn't invented. Liberals hadn't invented that yet. If you were fat, you were fat, and you were unhealthy, and you were going to die. And people said, hey, man, you're fat, and you're unhealthy. You're going to die. You need to lose weight. Remember, liberals have created... The era of, oh, you're, you know, ninth place. Here's a win for ninth place. Oh, you're fat? That's all right. Zine about fat guys and fat chicks. And we'll call it fat shaming. You don't have to lose weight. Yeah, we know it's unhealthy. Yeah, we know your arteries are clogged. Yeah, we know that it goes against every aspect of health, fitness, but you know what? We live in a time. We live in a time where we have to make excuses. So back in the 90s, if you competed in a beauty pageant and you beat 50 or 60 other girls and you're crowned the most beautiful... You then have to be that person for a year. Just ask Vanessa Williams. Okay? Nobody really wants to bring that up, but go ask Vanessa Williams. She did Penthouse. Years and years and years and years and years and years. And years. Be sure before she won Miss America, the pictures got published and the pageant went, We can't have Miss America posing in Penthouse. And everybody went, But she did it like years ago. And they went, it Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So back in the 90s, before um, Obama hijacked. This country before liberals hijacked. I mean, they've always hijacked the country, but in this past eight years, oh yo know, talk about hijacking, hijack, carjack, rape, whatever, name it. They've just just took it over, but Lady America, our 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 beautiful country. You know, Statue of they they ought to have a picture of 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 Obama bending Statue of Liberty over, raping her with uh, with the the CNN, uh, uh, ABC, NBC, late night TV, Washington Post, just that that you want to make cartoons, make a cartoon of Trump being a big fat. Pageant winner and putting it on your magazine Or Trump dresses Hitler You want to put that on your magazine Put a picture of The Statue of Liberty, Obama Okay Imagine the movie The Accused Okay, And Jodie Foster's getting raped On the uh, pinball machine And everybody's cheering
1: Yeah, yeah
0: There you go, make that cartoon That country being raped By Obama While the media. The media from top to bottom. And that doesn't just include the newspapers. But media rather it's. Colbert or. The View or whoever. Standing over Obama's shoulder. Cheering.
1: Yeah rape.
0: That's what we've been going through. This girl. Was Miss Universe. She became. A a big fat. Just a big, fat slob. If it was a guy, I would say the same thing. Okay? If it was a guy, I would say the same thing. I. I if it was a guy, I would say the same thing. So if she becomes a slob. They're going to take her crown away. The press is everywhere. And Trump's part of the whole, she's got to lose weight. They try to make a uh, a, a, a publicity stunt because with the reporters, all of that it was all publicity stunt. But the media, whether it's Lemon or Cooper or uh, Maddow or whoever, want to uh, give the impression that Alicia Machado was in a gym, and all of a sudden the doors got kicked open, and there was the press she got ambushed it's not the case it's not the case absolutely not the case so the narrative the next day on uh, the, the news on the, the the magazines is Trump did all of these horrible things to this poor innocent. You know, secretary. Because again, people downplayed the whole, uh, Miss Universe. They they downplayed what it means to be a pageant winner because everybody's taking the '90s and placing it here in the 2000s because 2016. Beauty pageants like that are are looked down on because you're judging girls by how they look. And we now live in a society where you can't judge women by how they look. That's a no no. That is a no no. Cannot judge women by how they look. You can't do that. Cause that's fat shaming or ugly shaming. Or, or whatever shaming. So in turn, this thing from the 90s is now something that happened in 2015. So now you have every single one of these news programs saying all of these things. Trump's horror Look what he did to this poor young girl. and it? So now the Trump people start pushing back. They start pushing back. They start talking about... Alicia Machado and her porn tape. Now, of course, the media says wasn't a porn tape. What we consider, and when I say we, maybe people in our audience that listen uh, to our show would consider a porn tape, it's not saying what the average person looks at as far as a porn tape. Not everybody looks at a porn tape being a girl getting gang-banged by 17 guys there's rabbits with five dwarfs doing acrobats. I don't know where I came up with that, but... <laughs> Just say gang-bang. The average person doesn't look... At a girl being naked, making out with a guy, engaged in what looks like sex. going, oh, it's not pornography. That's light petting. That's not the case. Okay? I'm sorry, but it's just not the case. So when uh, Alicia Machado is on a um the venezuelan um t v show people are naked I maybe mean, you, you listen foreign television is different than our television, so when she's doing a big brother style t v show, and they have hidden cameras that are filming her. Having sex with one of the other male contestants. And then she's describing the act going on. All why people know that she's engaged to a professional baseball player, to the layman at home who doesn't go online and watch. Dwarf gangbangs, that's pornography. Just like Playboy magazine is pornography. Uh, Machado, Alicia Machado, was involved in an attempted murder. I I, I mean, driving the getaway car. Threatening. I mean, this is all all the stuff that goes along with woman and nobody in the media brings it up. So the narrative is sexist pig, this scum, this horrible instead of here's this woman who was completely in on every aspect of her life. She was not this 18-year-old babe in the woods that was belittled, berated, no. She won Miss Universe. She was a pain in the ass. She went on an eating binge and gained a whole bunch of weight. And be, be, before she was going to get her crown ticket away, they all came up with the plan to do a publicity stunt and in turn to lose the weight. And if you look at her history, because that is a big deal. When, when you're then doing newscasts saying... Donald Trump called her Miss Piggy, Donald Trump called her that, Donald Trump called her that. Well, who says it? She does. So you believe her? Well, yes, we do. Well, why? Why? Look at her past. Don't you have to look at someone's past? You look at Donald Trump's past, you say, well, look what he did in 1970. He's a racist. Look what he did with his mother in 1976. Look what he, so if that's the case, why doesn't the same standard apply to her? Why doesn't the standard apply to her? So, this is the media narrative. Now, here's the chess match. Here's the checkers game. Donald Trump doesn't push back. If Donald Trump doesn't have surrogates that push back, ultimately... The narrative is the babe in the woods was abused by Donald Trump, and if you elect him president, he will abuse women, women uh, in press uh, conferences, and it will just be Caliglia in the White House. Basically, it will be the Clinton administration. So, the media and friends on the right, go, why can't Trump just let go? Because if you don't get the message out or as a pushback, the only message, the only message that the average Low information voter gets is that CNN, ABC, NBC, Washington Post, the only message they get is the message they Baby Woods, who was abused by evil. misogynist scumbag. And if he doesn't push back, if he doesn't get out there and say, guys, guys, take a look at this. What the media is telling you is wrong. Take a look at... If he doesn't get out there, the average person at home I like to say the mushy middle goes, well, everybody's saying these things and we're not hearing anything from Donald Trump. You know what that means? True. It means it's true. That's what it means. It's true. So, if Trump doesn't say anything, and he just ignores the hype wave Donald Trump did to the poor innocent sweet girl. Oh my God. Look what he did. Look what he did in, in, uh, in, in this case. look what he, he doesn't say anything. The low information voter is only getting that information. They're only getting information. And when it happens one day, okay, and then it happens two days, it happens three days, okay, where Trump has to get online at three in the morning and say, everybody, go and look at who this girl is. Look at the history. Of who this girl is. All you low information voters. Who are watching Don Lemon. Do a two hour show. Of my history. And who I am as a person. And so forth and so on. Look This girl up, find out everything you need to find out about her before you make a judgment based on what Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, and the rest of the media are telling you. And that is why Trump did what he did at 3 a.m. It has nothing to do with being unhinged. It has nothing to be to do with being, uh, you know, uh, a, a crazy man, unprodu- whatever you want to say. It has everything to do with making sure the mushy middle goes and looks up who this Alicia Machado is. Look up. how this person got interjected into this political uh, news cycle. Now, if Trump didn't say anything, if Trump hadn't battled back, what do you think? Uh, again, this is the, uh, the, the major chess match, the, the, the checkers match. And this is the con that Republicans are constantly getting involved in. And that is, hmm, who's our moderator? Lester Holt. Hmm, I don't know about that. Hmm, seems kind of... Don't worry, Rance Priebe. Don't worry, Republicans. He'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, bump, right up your keister four years before. I don't know about Candy Crowley. You know, she, she, don't worry about it. It's all good. Don't worry. Okay, bump, right up your keister. They never learn. They never learn. They never, ever learn. Hi, I'm John McCain. Oh, what old lady? Obama, he's a Muslim. No, he's not. He's a he's a what? He's a good Christian man. He's a great guy. Huh? Hey, media, you gonna give? Oh, I'm still an old, sickly, a uh, trigger happy, nut job Republican. What?
1: Wait a minute. I'm not
0: getting any. What? Okay, right up your keister. So this notion of. If if Trump would have just left it alone, if he would have just left it alone, after the debate Monday, Tuesday, it would have gone away. Bull. Bull. If Trump would have just left it alone, guess what? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today, Friday, it would have just been the same exact thing except no information out there about how this Alicia Machado came to be, her past, everything about her, basically being nothing more than a campaign. I mean, you want to talk about swift boating? It's it's a swift boat. That's what it is. It's, it's a swift boat. It's a swift boat. Like I've said countless times, Democrats... Are the dirtiest players around because they're the media is part of them, so they're able to do what Hillary did. Okay, we're gonna talk about this girl, and then the next day, all of you are gonna put out your stories, and everybody goes, "Okay." Republicans it used to be good. Lee Atwater, we won, even that. Stupid Carl Rove, we won when we're dirty and we play like Democrats, we win. when we take that bizarre high road because we are better than that. we lose. We lose, and it's been proven. Time and time and time again. Liberals say, oh, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Don't worry, this isn't going to hurt a bit. Guess what? It effing hurts. When liberals say, it's not going to hurt, it's only going to last a minute. It's the most excruciating pain in the world, and it lasts forever. Don't ever forget that. And the people on the right that are going, why didn't Trump just let it go? Why did he have to tweet? Why does it have to keep going? Why? What? They are the same ones that year after year, debate after debate, get told, don't worry. This will be different. Really? Yes. Yes, it will be different, okay? And then it's not. It's not. I mean, look what the left is doing w- with the whole Bill Clinton thing. The left, and and at least, at least, at least. I don't. I don't know what the the the, the percentage of the population is. But at least a good portion of the population of the voting public knows that Bill Clinton's indiscretions were when he was in power, like president or governor. Now, the media is trying to twist this because they don't want millennials to know that. So what they're trying to say is, Well, you know, Donald Trump is bringing up uh, Bill Clinton's infidelities, but millennials, Donald Trump has a history of doing what he's accusing Bill Clinton of doing. So let's discuss Donald Trump's indiscretions. Millennials, what you need to know about Donald, and they don't make the distinction of, hi, I'm a builder, playboy, bang as much coochie as I can because I'm worth billions and I might never be able to do this again because I'm going to be old and eventually I'll get prostate cancer and my junk won't work. That's a totally different scenario than I'm the president of the United States. And I'm going to use my office to get as much coochie as I possibly can. I'm the governor of Arkansas or wherever. I mean, I know he's Arkansas, but I'm saying whoever's in power. I'm the governor of Arkansas. I'm the governor of California. I'm the governor of Alaska. And I'm going to use my power to get as much coochie as I possibly can.
1: That is so
0: unbelievably different than being just a real estate mogul. Totally different. Totally different. I I mean, who knows? They might pop somebody up out of the blue, but I think if they would have had somebody, they would have done it already, but
1: uh,
0: we haven't heard Trump Being involved with a woman who says, um, I got this position because I was having sex with Donald Trump. And he told me that if I didn't have sex with him, he would fire me and ruin my career. And my wife would ruin – or his wife would ruin my career – You haven't heard that. All we've heard is, oh, you know, he was on Howard Stern talking about banging Princess Diana or wanting to bang Princess Diana. It's totally different. But the media, the media is trying to spin it because they want those millennials to go, so when was Bill Clinton having all of this? sex well when he was in the white house and when he was the governor what you mean he was using the oval office as a sex den yes he was wow that's gross that's you know what that's not a president that a little girl can look up to remember guys the new hillary clinton ads that have the little girls and they're in the mirror and they're combing their hair. And while this is going on, you hear Donald Trump, you know, saying whatever he's saying. And at the end, it's like, vote Hillary. Is this the type of guy that you would want to, you know, uh, your little girl to look up to as president? What? And as a millennial, you're like, yeah, yeah. Who's that? That's Bill Clinton. You weren't around when he was the president. Oh, was he a good president? Yeah, in between sticking cigars in girls' vaginas. What? You mean he would put a cigar in Hillary Clinton's vagina? What? No. He had, like, interns. What do you mean? Like, interns. Like, girls your age. Like, 20-year-old girls. And he would use their vaginas as ashtrays.
1: What?
0: Yeah. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. So what's worse, Donald Trump being a tycoon trying to have his sex with as many girls as possible, or the leader of the free world using cigars as uh, sex toys? With women's vaginas. Uh, I think the president. Exactly. Mic drop. And only a hipster douchebag liberal. Will respond with. Oh. uh, uh, oh, uh, uh," Because hipster liberal douchebags. Are are the worst human. They they really are. I'll say it. I'll say they're deplorable, okay? They're deplorable. They're, they're wretched human beings because they are able to parse. They are able to parse the concept of Bill Clinton using a cigar as a dildo as being presidential. And when Donald Trump says something that they deem offensive, they go, how could that person be the president? What do you mean, how can that? Bill Clinton was the president. So what you're saying is as long as you don't say that in public and you do it behind closed doors, you're fine with it? So you're fine with Bill Clinton because, well, until everybody found out, Nobody knew. And if Linda Tripp never recorded Monica Lewinsky, nobody would have knew. And in turn, all's good. And that's a liberal thought process. So just remember, when your friends on the right go, why doesn't he just let it go? You let it go. And the liberal media is still going to talk about it every day. Still going to talk about it every day. They're still going to talk about Alicia Machado every day. Except there's no pushback. There's no pushback from you. There's no pushback from anybody. And at least with the 3 a.m. tweet last night, if the mushy middle... This is how you got to look at it if the mushy middle didn't know the history of Alicia Machado and actually do a little more investigations into the situation back in the nineties and the fact that c n n Jeannie Mo said uh, the girl is as big as the universe and if if they didn't know to do any of this before the 3 a.m. tweet, they definitely did it after the 3 a.m. tweet. Everybody that now needs to know who Alicia Machado is, and for the mushy middle to after days and days and days of Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer and uh, Daily Beast and BuzzFeed and everybody talking about it, they at least now can go look up the information because there's enough stuff out there now and they can make up their mind. They can go, really? 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 This is what the media has been going crazy about? Wow. They really are dishonest. They really are scum. They really are in the tank for Democrats because they're all Democrats. They really are the lowest Form of human life. And that's why Trump has done what he has done all week. That's why he tweeted at 3 o'clock. Because if you don't push back and you don't. And you don't give your side. It goes unanswered. And Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper still talk about it every single day. And they keep having different Clinton surrogates talking about it every single day. It's Rob's Rob Zaccari Show. We're going to take a break real quick. I know, we're, running, we're almost done here. It's, it's going to be like a 30-second break, and then we'll be right back. So don't go away, it's Rob's Scary Show This is I Love the Cops In Law Enforcement We'll be right back
1: Yes keep us
0: That's the little harmony with uh, Baked Glass. It's a Rob's show. We are back and we are uh, almost done with the program. Don't forget, guys, you can always um, listen to us uh, on Spreaker. And I always forget, but iTunes also. We're on iTunes. So, I mean, we're everywhere, okay, except in terrestrial radio, which I would like to be on. I, I would. To me, that's the crown jewel. I know everybody goes, yeah, but the internet, everybody can hear you. Everybody can download you. The crown jewel is terrestrial radio. The crown jewel, my friends, is driving in that car and somebody popping on uh, 640 W. I don't even know what the hell it is. (laughs) I'm thinking the L.A. channel. That's the crown jewel. So maybe someday we will. Well, who knows? But don't forget, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, uh, iTunes, um, where else? Uh, YouTube, uh, uh, v- 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 Periscope, Twitter, um, <laughs> all those, well, all those things. All right. So last night, or I should say, it came out. I guess today. Um, the rap. The rap does the um, TV ratings, and uh, just real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll bang this out pretty quick. Uh, Sean Hannity, yes, Sean Hannity has finished uh, first in the most watched cable news programming uh, demo of 25 to 54. Yes, Sean Hannity. Uh, he averaged 525,000 viewers. Uh, Megan Kelly um, was about uh, 500,000, so she got knocked out of first place, which is good. I'm not a big Megan Kelly fan. I liked Greta Van Susteren. That, that was I liked her. I'm not a big Megan Kelly fan because, as far as I'm concerned, we need to have an MSNBC. Fox News is supposed to be our MSNBC. But it's not, because Megyn Kelly is not a conservative. So all you have is Hannity and O'Reilly. And O'Reilly's really not, uh, you know, a, a, an extreme, you know, Hannity is far right. He, he is a conservative. He is uh, a uh, flamethrower, which is good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. MSNBC, every single program, you know, you you start with Chris Hayes, horrible. Super horrible. Then you go to Lawrence O'Donnell, horrible, horrible, horrible. And then you get Chris Matthews, which is like half horrible, but he's still horrible. You got four people that are just bash and destroy Republicans, uh, Trump, on a daily basis. Over on Fox, you basically have Hannity. So, Riley, he doesn't play that. You know, sure, I, I know people are like, oh, Riley's so conservative. Yeah, but he's still, there's there's parts of him that, that uh, are not. And you all know what I'm talking about. But anyways. Hannity is number one. number one. He's got the the the, the big nose, and then it uh, it goes through. Um, they round out the top five. So you got Hannity number one, then you got Megan Kelly uh, number two, and then uh, Maddow and Brett Bear. Um slide in there. You know who's number 9? Which I'm so glad I, I I just I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. I wish I wish somebody, I wish Amorosa would walk up and kick him in the nuts and, and and watch them get into a slap fight. But uh uh what's his name? Don Lemon. He was ninth. Don Lemon was ninth. He had 339, 339 people, 339,000 people watch his show in the uh, 25 to 54. I would be one of them. I'm just stupid. <laughs> it's one of them. But I thought that was interesting. It was a little thing that uh, I got. One of the, one, one of my uh, listeners emailed me that. I was like, oh, that's neat. Because they know we always talk about uh Don Lemon. So I was like, oh, that's, that's neat. Let's talk about that. So let me uh, touch on this and then we're going to wrap it up. We've already um, done on our uh, second hour with the blog talk. We are now um, finishing up here with Spreaker and iHeart. So an audio um, was, uh, leak. Now, I'm throwing this out there because I want to see how long it will take for uh, Don Lemon and, and Cooper and Wolfie and, and uh, Madow and Lawrence O'Donnell and the rest of them to uh, talk about this, okay? A clip of Hillary Clinton at a fundraiser, okay? It, it was, of course, donors. See, this is why Hillary Clinton didn't want anybody uh, to hear those Goldman Sachs speeches. Nobody, nobody would. Who knows what she said at the Goldman Sachs speeches? Because uh, these other donor uh, uh, speeches, man, she's just like, rah! I mean, just saying the most craziest stuff. I mean, th- think about it. The basket of deplorables basically saying, because here's the thing. You got you to think about this. You know how Mitch McConnell, now I know nobody's talked about this, because, of course, they won't. But remember when Mitch McConnell, and I'm not talking about the Mitch McConnell thing, but you'll, you'll see where I'm going. Uh, remember when Mitch McConnell said our number one priority is to make sure we stop Obama and became a one term president. And that was like, oh my God, how could he say that? Like right out of the gate, he's saying, uh, you know, we're we're not, we're, we're, you know, we're going to doom him. We're not going to work with him. We're Connell and Obama. There there was no rationale for that. There was rationale for that. There was no animosity between them was, you know, Democrat, Republican, oh, I won, you lost, okay, and this is democracy, and we're together. Now, think about the Hillary Clinton situation. At one of the primary debates, Hillary Clinton are the Republicans. Her enemies are the Republicans. And then, She said, Trump supporters, half of Trump supporters, could fit in a basket of deplorables. So if 65 million people vote for Trump and he loses, uh, give or take 32 million are deplorable. 32 million are racists. 32 million are homophobes, xenophobes. Well, it's what. Once she gets inaugurated, and she says, here's the legislation that I want to pass, and here's the thing that I want to do, you could easily justify X amount of senators and X amount of congressmen saying, um... It's never going to happen. We're going to make sure that not only are you a one-term president, but everything and every investigation that was swept under the rug during the primaries and during the presidential election is going to come back up. We are going to destroy you. And people oh that group of senators or group of House members they were deplorable, were the part that Hillary Clinton said were misogynists, xenophobes, homophobes, uh racist. We are the enemy. So why would we work with somebody that calls us the enemy i would we would somebody put us off she won okay but now we are going to fight her because we're the enemy i mean that's legit i mean that's legit man that is a 100% legit 100% legit That was a fundraiser. That was a private fundraiser. You got the Goldman Sachs speeches, which she ain't going to release. So you have to say, what the hell are in those speeches? Because here, as fundraiser that was hosted by former U.S. Ambassador Beatrice Welters Hillary Clinton's Sanders supporters are nothing more than a bunch of kids that are looking for free college and free health care and that she preferred to occupy space that was center-left to center-right. And that she was bewildered by those on the far left and on the far right. She said there's a strain of, on one hand, the kind of populist, nationalist, xenophobic, discriminatory kind of approach that we hear too much of from the Republican candidates. And on the other side, There's just a deep desire to believe that we can have free college, free health care, and what we've done hasn't gone far enough. And that we just need to, you know, go as far as, you know, Scandinavia, whatever that means. Half the people don't know what that means, but it's something that deeply feel. I mean, this is like some serious stuff. And then she goes on, some of these Bernie Sanders people are completely new to politics. They're children of the Great Recession, and they are living in their parents' basement. They feel they got their education, and the jobs that are available to them are not all that they envisioned for themselves. And they don't see much of a future. And if you're feeling like you're resided in being a Bartista or, you know, some other job that doesn't pay a lot and doesn't have some other ladder of opportunity attached to it, then the idea that maybe, just maybe, you could be part of a political revolution is pretty appealing. I mean, this this audio, this this speech is... Basically, telling the what? 10, 11, 12 million Bernie Sanders supporters that they're losers. That they're a bunch of Starbucks working, parent basement living losers. Nothing more. And they will never be anything more. They're losers. Saying. This isn't somebody on the right. I heard Hillary Clinton say this. This is an audio. This is an audio. Listen, remember when Mitt Romney said 47% of the American people don't pay tax and they're not going to vote for me? I mean, basically, who cares about them? I remember the forty-seven percent was like,
1: "Oh my God,
0: we must automatically disqualify Mitt Romney." What
1: he just said was the most damning. Was we must kill Mitt? Remember that? This
0: this takes the forty. Listen, this takes the forty-seven percent a basket of deplorables. This takes Republicans are my enemies and puts them all in a ball. Out the window. Let I me mean, What is this? Listen. I, I'm trying to give extreme examples so that we can. So you you could really embrace how, damning this come tomorrow or come uh, Sunday or come Monday or come Tuesday when this is nowhere, and I mean nowhere in the media, when this is not when this is not Washington Post, when this is not a uh, New York Times, when this is not on uh, MSNBC, when this is not on CNN, when this is not on ABC, George Stepanoppa, this is not a panel to discuss this, you can go, ah, Rob Zakari was right. Because this is huge. The very people that Hillary Clinton Desperately needs to win this election the very people that the media desperately need to vote for Hillary Clinton when these people are called losers by Hillary Clinton
1: I mean, it, it, this, is, this is
0: beyond damning seriously this is beyond damning you can't get more damning than this Donald Trump can call Rosie O'Donnell a pig. Donald Trump can say Alicia Machado is an eating machine. Donald Trump can even say
1: some illegals
0: are rapists, murderers, and drug dealers. Those all pale in comparison to Hillary Clinton saying, Hey, you 12 million Bernie Sanders voters, you're a bunch of losers. You all live in your parents' basements, and you're all sitting there being disgruntled because you got your education, and there you are working in a Starbucks. And that's not what was supposed to be happening for you. You envisioned all these great things, but you're doing nothing but working in a Starbucks. And so in turn... Some old guy comes along and says, I'm going to give you free stuff. And that sure does seem appealing. And so you vote for him. Boy, what a bunch of suckers. I don't like people like you. My people, you know, my Hamptons people, they're more like center left or center-right. They're definitely not like you.
1: Man.
0: I mean, seriously. This is beyond
1: huge.
0: I mean, it really is. Mark my words. You might not even see this making its rounds. Seriously, because In theory, in theory, this should be making its rounds on the Sunday shows. On the Sunday shows, Chuck Todd should be talking about it. Stephanopoulos should be talking about it. Who does the, the one on Fox? Chris Wallace? They all should be talking about this. They should have Bernie supporters on the show, they should have the, who is the campaign manager, Jeff Weaver, you know, the bald guy, the glasses. They, they should have Jeff Weaver on that show. They should play the audio of Hillary Clinton saying these things, and then it should go to Jeff Weaver and go, Jeff, how do you think that makes your supporters feel? How does that make you feel? How does that make Bernie? Considering he was just out there with her. How, how does that make Bernie feel? Does that, does that make Bernie feel good? Does that make Bernie feel good? How does Bernie feel about that? Because that was some pretty damning stuff. That was some pretty damning stuff. So let's see if it hits Sunday. If it doesn't hit Sunday, say, Rob, you are right. This is, th- this makes basket of deplorables seem like a joke. Telling you this is basket of deplorables. A jo- this, this is the type of stuff that creates a revolt. And millions and millions of people tell Hillary Clinton to go F herself. And if that goofball Gary Johnson h- had a fragment, a fragment of a brain, if if uh, Jill Stein had a fragment of a brain, they would take whatever money that they have left, whatever money they got left, and they would create ads. And those ads would be Hillary's voice calling Bernie Sanders supporters losers. A bunch of losers in their parents' basement. On the right, that controlled the super PACs, rather it's the Rickett family or Adelson, they would get this audio, and this audio would be played over kids, millennials, Bernie supporters. And it would just show Bernie supporters at the Bernie rallies, enthused and excited. And the clip of Hillary saying, all they want is free college and free health care. As they're living in their parents' basement. And it would then just, you know how they're doing the video of the little girls combing their hair? Or whatever the hell they're doing, and you hear Donald Trump's words? That girl's a pig! And, And at the end of it, he goes, is that somebody your little girl would look up to as president? They need to do a video like that. But you have Hillary Clinton's voice talking about these Bernie supporters that live in their parents' basement. And you just click, you just, you just, you just make the video click, click or, or, or scroll, whatever the hell you do. And it's like this Bernie girl, this Bernie guy. This black, this white, this Chinese, this Muslim or Muslim, this Hindu, all the people that are at the Bernie rallies, the Americans, Amer- millions of Americans that voted for Bernie, all creeds, all nationalities, all colors, and you just keep showing them over Hillary's voice, and yeah, they live in their parents' basement, and they're all bitter, they thought They would be so much better than who they are now. Have them wearing the, the, you know, I know you can't use Starbucks, but you could parody Starbucks. You could put the, the green apron on. You could make the person look like Starbucks without using the trademark Starbucks. children of the great recession yeah and you show parents that are working in the steel mills hard-working blue-collar families from the rust belt so you got these families and maybe you show the clip of the families that are at the uh they i I should listen to me you republican strategist donald trump super PAC. i should be with you you guys should hire me I need to have the, the Rods of Super Pack. Here's the ad. Okay, here's the ad. And you can even you can spend the extra money making a minute ad. Okay, make it a minute ad. Make it a minute ad. So the video opens up, the ad opens up, and it says they are children of parents of the Great Recession. They're, they're children of the, the Great Recession parents of the great recession and you use that video of the factory workers at carrier that clip where the boss goes well we're uh, shutting down the plant and all these people are like no and they're crying and you're seeing like like these these
1: families
0: and these men and, and women and they're just being told that they're they're screwed they're they're lost they're done it's over and you have that clip open with Hillary, their children of the Great Recession. the clip of the family getting fired, and then it shows the children living in their basements, living in the family's basements, and they all got Bernie shirts on. And then it shows them graduating from college. It shows the parents struggling to. To, to you know they they got fired they're they don't have money but they managed to save up because they had been saving and they sent their kids to college the kids graduate and then it shows
1: the I mean, just, just the fact that
0: Hillary's saying hey you work at a Batista, a, a barista you're you're you know you basically have a uh, a, a you know a a server job like that a you know uh, a, a fast food job a a Starbucks job a job customer like that you're you're nothing you 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 you're garbage I mean, what she say so then you go to them in the in the in the Bartista, and then it back to Hillary where she's like and they thought they, they were gonna have such a better life. Then it goes to them, like, begging because they want free health care. And maybe you have these Bernie supporters. They got their shirts on, and they're in the line. And maybe they got, like, blood coming out of their eyes. (laughs) They're all crippled. They're like Tiny Tim. They got, like, the crutch, and they're half a leg, and they're limping. I mean, you could do so much with this. You could make a Trump ad 10 times better than the Hillary ad of the little girls combing their hair. She's a fat pig. Because if anybody does an iota, an iota of sniffing around at uh, these videos, and, you know, they're talking about. Uh, talking about uh,
1: O'Donnell. yeah, I mean, it's,
0: it's very misleading, these ass. Sorry, you're losers. Went to school and at the end of the day all you became was a, a barista working at Starbucks. That's it. You're working at Starbucks. You're working at Coffee Bean. You're working at your Jeans. You're working at Coffee Pot. And you're health for healthcare, and you're begging for more of an education because maybe this time, maybe this time you'd be at a job, crappy job, you have because doing a job like that is crappy. I mean, this is this is tough stuff, tough stuff. And let's all check back on Sunday. I mean, you guys will have Sunday. To go and see if the Sunday programs all pick this up, but mark my words, they won't. Let's see. And then you Monday morning, morning to see if if anybody picks this up mark my words, they won't. I think I'll be right. So, Rob are right, we're out here, guys. It's been a great week. This has been our first week at our new time. I like our new time. I hope you guys like our new time. I hope our uh, Spreaker family likes our new time I hope our blog talk family Likes our new time I hope our I Heart Radio family Likes our new time I hope our iTunes family Likes our new time I hope everybody likes our new time I like our time I know my girl likes our new time And I know my unborn child Of five and a half months Likes our new time He does We'll see you guys Monday Don't forget 7 p.m. West Coast time. That's 10 p.m. East Coast time. And 9 p.m. Texas time. You guys are the best. It's Rob Zakari. We'll see you guys Monday. Be strong. Be tough.